Hello, I'm Cris Ferraz Prade, and this is the Vital Compass Podcast. Today we're going to talk about human connections and vulnerability. When a person starts therapy, he or she might feel weird when the therapist asks to explore memories about infancy, parents, family bonding, um, but there is a reason behind that. Because when we are babies and toddlers, we can experience for the first time what it is like to be worthy of connection, and more that our imperfections will not detract us from being loved and from loving. Umberto Maturana is a Chilean biologist who became a philosopher and created the concept of autopoiesis. And he said, Love is the grounding of our existence as humans and is the basic emotioning in our systemic identity as human beings. Connection is the utmost important thing in our lives. We are wired to be able to connect. It starts as a matter of survival. As a newborn baby, we need to be looked after, to be taken care of. Um, nevertheless, it's so deep within that we cannot remember how it first took place. When we are kids and we start to create ideas about the world, people around us, our family, ourselves, we do it based on experiences that we do not have conscious memory of. John Bowlby um, was a British psychologist and psychiatrist, and he developed a theory based on his studies of early attachment between the baby and the main caregiver. He understood that the different natures of the bonding process could impact on how connection to oneself and to others would take place in the future. From birth, we experience the deepness of connection. Our job is not to say, look at her, she's perfect. I have to keep her perfect. Make sure she makes for the tennis team by fifth grade and Yale by seventh grade. No, that's not our job. Our job is to look and say, you know what? You're imperfect. You are wired for struggle, but you are worthy of love and belonging. Brene Brown. What Brene is saying here is the work of our lives to feel with our whole hearts that we are worthy no matter what. That unconditional love thing. Connection calls for a leap of faith on embracing vulnerability. The willingness to open our arms for a hug is not a reasoning process. But when we are open and vulnerable, we are exposed and sensitive. 
In this process of being in relation with other people, there is a need to let go of what we think we should be to be able to be. And being is not a static thing, as in a picture, but a constant evolving process, messy and complicated. I know we might love our perfect selfies with the perfect filter, but we are not the selfie. We are not who we think we are in that picture. When people avoid dealing with vulnerability by creating distance from feelings that are uncomfortable and numbing themselves, they create a blockage not only from their unwanted feelings but also from core parts of themselves. The brain cannot selectively numb just one or two feelings. So unfortunately, when a person uses numbing to avoid feelings, he or she ends up numbing the whole process of feeling. Yeah, joy is numbed as well. The constant sensation of inadequacy can be haunting and loneliness can be an intense experience. In the past few years, the scientific community became more interested in social aspects concerning mental health, and one example is the work of the social neurologist John Cassiopo from the University of Chicago. He pointed that the effects of social isolation or rejection are as real as thirst, hunger, or pain. And he added that the brain goes into a self-preservation state that brings with it a lot of unwanted effects. We like to think that it takes reason to solve um, our emotional problems. Oh, I'm going to think different about myself. I'm going to um, work on acceptance and because I deserve to be happy because it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is that it is an emotional surrendering, a much deeper process, a belief to work on our belief systems. And you can start in your thoughts, but you will have to move on to your emotional experiences. People that are more comfortable with vulnerability tend to see themselves as imperfect and to find joy and beauty in it. It's the belief that they are worthy that puts them in this place. There's no shame in being whoever they are. There is a realization that imperfections help us to connect and not the other way around. It's an incredible paradox that vulnerability and courage spring from a common place. Well, I'll say it again. Imperfections help us to connect and not the other way around. When we are here and while we are here, it will always be in relation to others. If our brains are wired for struggle and survivorship, then our minds are responsible for creating the narrative of meaning and purpose that makes living worth it. It is an incredible complex process of visiting memories, experiencing here and now, and planning the future. 
A life story exists when it's witnessed and shared. I find it fascinating that those simple gestures of witnessing and acknowledging someone's existence can be so powerful. Gestures that say, I see your struggle. I see you. I see you have no answers. I see your twisted inner images and I welcome all of it. Because all of it makes you who you are. And I also have my share of demons and I need connection as much as you do. As Maturana said, love is the grounding of human existence. I hope you liked this episode. Ale Praj composed the music and is responsible for the editing. Before I say goodbye, I invite you to follow Vita Compass on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is just a click. And when you have some time, go check the website www.vitacompass.com. You can create a login and follow closely the posts on Explore and also the podcast episodes fresh from the oven. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make a review here. You can help others find the podcast and we can expand our circle of conversations. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself. Bye.